welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Curry, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members. Before we start this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. Running a Facebook group of over 60,000 people means I get asked a lot of questions. One of the most common is, Richard, where are you always finding these cheap flights and these mistake fares? I feel like I'm always missing out. Never miss a deal again by using Thrifty Traveler Premium. This is over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Sign up today. Try it for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. Get deals like instant mistake fare notification for $238 round trip flights to Croatia. Filter the notifications you get based on your departure city and your surrounding cities. You can use points to book these fares like Amex Membership Rewards, Chase Ultimate Rewards, and you're going to get miles when you fly these amazing deals. They even send me SkyMiles flash sales so I never miss an opportunity to get free or cheap flights. Never miss a deal again. Thrifty Traveler Premium. Sign up today. Try it for free. ThriftyTraveler.com slash AT101. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. Joined again this week by my sidekick, or I'm his sidekick. We haven't decided yet. In contract, we're in some heavy litigation. Mr. Ed Pizzarello from Pizza in Motion on the Porting Area Network. Ed, what's going on, man? I'm struggling, man. I have been following, well, no foreshadowing. No foreshadowing. I am struggling. I have been following your struggles. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> man, I have had a heck of a couple weeks. Now, we're going to talk about what's going on uh, today with Marriott and all of the loveliness that continues. But Facebook is playing some shenanigans with me. Uh, I woke up a few days ago, actually five days ago now, to my Award Travel Advance subscription group uh, not existing any longer. And about... 25 or 30 PMs from rightfully so concerned members that said, Hey, did I get kicked out of the group? I didn't violate any rules. I'm really sorry. What can I do to get back in? Which on one hand is encouraging that people don't want to leave my group, but uh, we're five days later, man. The group reappeared yesterday and you know it cause I would text you already this morning. It's gone again. And I don't have any answers. <laughs> I just can't even, I can't even fathom, uh, I mean, I understand Facebook is huge. I, I get it. But, I mean, these people have paid for a group. This is, I mean, this is part of your livelihood. And there's just not even an explanation as to, yeah, somebody hit the big red button. Uh, we'll get back to you. No. Uh, and I've gotten pretty close over the last couple of years with a few Facebook staffers that work specifically in the, the group outreach and now the subscription group beta program. And they don't have any answers for me. Uh, and uh, every day it's gone by. Everybody kind of knows I'm a cool, calm, collected customer, vast majority of the time, but uh, not so much this morning after we got the group back up yesterday and I woke up again to, you know, I look at those notifications when I wake up to see what I'm going to be dealing with for the day. And anytime that number in the red circle next to, you know, messages is above 50, I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. So uh, I, to all my listeners in Award Travel Advanced, I'm doing absolutely everything I can. I'm pushing all the buttons I have to push. I had a flight uh, picked out yesterday to be in San Francisco this morning, but uh, my Facebook uh, contact last night when the group came back up said, no, no, don't do that, man. We don't need your fly out here. But uh, it looks like I might be doing that again. So anyways, thanks for the patience and doing everything I can, uh, which leads us into today's topic of how everything is going wonderful in the Kerr household of uh, my anniversary trip and 
man, Ed, what did I do? And, and, and what Marriott's trying to do to make my anniversary trip uh, not a success. What, what did you think? What did I do in my previous life? I, I really don't know. I said earlier that I, I, I feel like you may have, like you must have been kicking nuns or done, done something to piss off the Catholic Church because they're about the only ones I know that have the biblical fury to mess up your vacation the way this has been messed up. Yeah. I went to the Vatican a few years ago. I was super respectful. I can't, I don't know what I did. Maybe I got to start going through the religions and see <laughs> what, what I did in a previous life. So, the quick background Emily and I are going to Europe. Uh, for our 10th wedding anniversary uh, this summer. And Emily, uh, who you've heard from, a few, uh, you know, uh, her episode a few weeks ago on the podcast. Best line ever. Best line ever. Richard, when you get your panties in a wad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Emily gets her panties in a wad when uh, I just go off and plan trips. And I'm like, hey, sweetheart, this is what we're going to do. So she's been very involved from the beginning. In fact, picking the destination in Central Europe. She loves the outdoors and hikes and mountains and scenery. She'll do the city gig, but she really wanted to go see some places. So we had an amazing place. I'm going to butcher pronouncing the name. I did not know this existed. Schloss Fuschel is a Marriott luxury collection property in the mountains outside of Salzburg, Austria. And I, I don't know why people haven't talked about this. When you search for reviews, there's not a lot out there. And it was a, a previous Category 6. I think it was count, costing 60,000 points a night. And on March 5th, it was going up to Category 8. The top tier is going to be 85,000 points a night. And Emily said, I want to go there. That looks amazing. And it does if you go and look it up. Have you heard of this place, Ed, or, or been out there outside of Salzburg? Yeah, I've heard of it. We almost stayed there. Um, we couldn't quite get connecting rooms worked out for the family. And so we ended up staying at a, a real beautiful Sheraton uh, in downtown Salzburg. But, uh, and I, I think it's Schatzfluss, but, um, Schatzfluss, yeah. Um, but I, I, this one's been on my radar too. It looks beautiful. It's literally like an old, almost like medieval compound set on the lakes in the mountains in Sound of Music Country. Yeah. And it's expensive. Exactly right. <laughs> it's expensive yeah, right these, now. These, these, are, these are castles. Castles in a, in a mountain surrounded by a, a beautiful lake. Like, what more could you ask? Yeah. So, uh, Emily has a Ritz-Carlton card. She got last year. The sign-up bonus was two free night certificates in the new program. It was at hotels costing up to 60,000 points a night. And the uh, place is really expensive. She also has platinum status uh, from having that Ritz card. I only have Marriott Gold because I don't stay at Marriott's. Well, talk about why here here now uh, so i used her two free night certificates on march the 4th when the properties are still sixty thousand points and i booked it for two nights for our upcoming trip so thrilled really excited about it the problem was is business class seats to salzburg in the summer are rough i've been looking since emily decided way back in the fall for the dates when we had emily's parents and my sister lined up to watch the kids for an entire week this we've never been overseas um without the kids before so we lined up babysitting but i couldn't find flights for the dates that we need just couldn't do it man two business class seats in the summer to get you know you're remotely close problem from atlanta right delta's got the majority on anything that's convenient and you can't book delta business class unless you get a million sky miles and unfortunately it's peak summertime even virgin atlantic doesn't have space to it so i finally find seats about a month ago but the problem is is it gets us into munich and salzburg the day after our original reservation made for the medieval luxury collection uh, castle place in the mountains. So I was like, well, dadgummit, I want to lock these flights in. It's one stop from Atlanta, super convenient. 
um, no mix cabin stuff and it's Lufthansa A350, which I have not flown an A350 yet. Emily's jazzed about it. Really want to do it. So I call Marriott and I say, Hey, look, here's the deal. I need to shift the check-in date one day to the right. I have certificates attached to this. It's not a points book. And I know the policy that you're going to honor the old points rate as long as check-in dates, nothing's made. Can you tell me, will you make this date change? The room is available and leave these certificates attached. And the platinum line rep that uh, Emily called and said, Hey, I'm Emily. This is my reservation. Will you talk to my husband so he can fix this? The rep said, yep. Handed the phone over, explained everything. And the representative said, no problem, Mr. Kirk can absolutely do that. So what do you think happens, Ed? Uh, foreshadowing. I, I already know, but I can't even imagine this answer that uh, I, I'm still, I'm still baffled because it's, it's so easy to solve this. Yeah. So she moves the check-in date. Um, I get the confirmation email that says, hey, June 11th to the 13th. And this process takes literally less than 10 minutes. I think he even put a tweet out that was like, holy cow, great customer service from Marriott Bonvoy. I really expected this to be a two and a half hour phone call, get a case number signed, blah, blah, blah. But no, I have the confirmation email that now says. So I roll back in and of course the certificates are not attached and now it's asking for 170,000 points or 85,000 points tonight for the two nights. Emily has like 15,000 Marriott points in her account. She's never had Marriott points. They've always been on my account. So we're obviously not going to have those kind of points, nor do we want to spend that. So call back up and I said, Hey, this is what happened. I need you to reattach these certificates. And the first line rep puts me on hold, comes back and says, uh, no, we can't do that. And I said, Hey, look, yeah, I listened to the phone call recording. This is what happened. My wife never had anywhere close to even 120,000 points. It's obvious we use these certificates. She came back. She said, well, you booked this. She, this they're still saying this line. Hey, you booked this on uh, March the 5th hotel time. So the price had already gone up. So they shouldn't have done this in the first place. And I was like, no, 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 no. Supervisor, get off frontliner. Okay, supervisor comes on. Uh, let me go talk to the global support desk on hold forever comes back checks on hold forever comes back checks on hold forever. Hey, uh, Mr. Kerr, we can't do this. There's no way to uh, make it happen. You're going to have to pay the points. Uh, you can't use these certificates. And I said, this is what happened. We're obviously using these two free certificate. Okay. Who's your manager? Supervisor's got a manager. Get to this person. And the end of it is the manager says, yep, our mistake uh, phone line rep gave you bad information. I see you were going to use the certificates because she never had close to 120,000 points, but there's no IT avenue to make this happen. Do you want to pay the cash rate? <laughs> I was like, all right, just stop right there for a second. <laughs> the, the solution to his to this problem is to make you pay instead of using your points. Yeah, it's and the cash rate, by the way, is like 400 euros a night, right? Me. I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's I, not a cheap property. Yeah, that, 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 that's like almost a bargain. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't have $900 for these two nights of our entire trip. That's why I have these certificates. Yeah. I, I, I started to go through the rolls. Hey, man, can you credit me 60,000 points? At this point, I'm like, just make it stop. Emily really wants to go here. She's excited about one of our trips. She picked the destination. She wants to stay in the mountains of Austria and see the scenery and go on hikes and go on the lake and this is what Emily wants for the 10th anniversary. Kind of a big deal. Uh, I start going through the guy. Hey, look, man, give me 60,000 point credit. I'll transfer over 50K from my account and I'll pay the 85,000 points tonight. No, we can't do that. Uh, okay. Um, th- there's another luxury collection uh, close by. What, what can you do there? No, we can't do that. And he gets, he gets rather irritated at me. 
at this point. And he's like, yep. He starts telling me, I know this is frustrating for you. I, I mean, and it's just like, that is frustrating that you're saying that and you're not fixing the problem. Like, aren't you the third level supervisor here to get something done? You're telling me that you guys made a mistake. You're not going to do anything to make it better. And you want me to pay 400 euros a night? Like, I can't do this, man. This like, are you serious? Do you understand? And he keeps saying, yeah, I know this is frustrating. I know what we told you and it's wrong, but there's nothing I can do about it. So I told him like, hey, you can just give me the points, uh, make up the difference. Give me something like I, I've had reservations so far through the change. I've had over 100,000 points gifted to me to make up some category differences to get certificates attached. I know what they can do because it's in my account activity. And this guy's just not having it. He's not transferring to anybody else. So I said, you know what? Forget it. Just leave it like it is. I'll go to the uh, Twitter team, which just awful customer service. I mean, <sighs> well, and just to be clear, like good stopping point so you can catch your breath and take a glass of water because I mean, I know there's another wave coming to be clear for the folks that are listening. If this were Hyatt, it would have already been solved. And how do I know this? Because I have folks who have been in this situation where there's been a technical glitch and they've had them because Hyatt's IT is not the greatest. And what do they do? They credit your account for the difference in the points. Yeah. Done. I, I asked the dude to do this. I, they have done this to my account over 100,000 points. I know they can do it. And he said they couldn't. Um, so anyways, I go to the Meyer at Bonvoy uh, Twitter assist team. I, I said, hey, this is the problem. I, I need this reservation fixed. They responded 12 hours later. You can't make reservations through us. Please call the Marriott number. I said, no, no, I have an existing reservation that's been messed up. Here's the story. They responded back 12 hours later. Can you give us more information? I said, here's the entire story. Here's the entire deal. Can you help with this? And they responded back. You have a case number, like the, the, the case, the death of the case number now, right? Have you heard of any of these case numbers getting resolved? Maybe they have. I haven't. No, actually, uh, our our buddy uh, Summer had this uh, the other day where she had a problem um, and they, they said, we're going to give you a case number for this, but we will immediately close it after we hang up the call. Can you believe that? <laughs> they said, they said that she, she pushed for them to assign a case number because they, they didn't believe her. She walked them through all the information on the state. And the answer at the end was, we can't fix this. We'll give you a case number. But since there's no way to fix it, we're just going to close the case number after you hang up. <laughs> I just So I have a case number. Um, and again, this is like, again, a well over 12 hours in between Twitter responses, right? Why do you even have a Twitter social media team? And I think it's even like I'm at 36 hours now since the last follow up. Um, so Emily is, you know, uh, we're talking about this. I'm going like, I'm doing everything I can. And like, I, I, yeah, I, of anybody, like I know everything we can possibly do to try and get this done. And, uh, it's just not happening. And I said, they get, I explained the whole like case number doesn't mean anything. They're not helping. They're not going to do anything. Um, what do you want to do? And she was like, <laughs> Emily, Emily typically just defers to my judgment in these kinds of situations when it comes to dealing with the hotel or airline. But she was like, essentially, uh, no, like, forget it. Forget them. Like, we'll go stay somewhere else. Like, I don't even screw with this anymore. Like, I don't care that much to even give them business or, or whatever. Like, she was very assertive. Like, forget them. So, what I do, um, I went and be on, be honest for just a second. Yeah. She didn't use the word forget. No, it, Emily, <laughs> Emily does not have a potty mouth. She actually does say like, forget them. Um, she doesn't. And neither is she, I believe that. And neither does my wife, but in this situation, 
I mean, I got to imagine there was something. She gets very irritated. As what I really appreciate about Emily and uh, since we've been dating, since we were just, I mean, literally 15, 16, is you get to watch somebody just like she's watched me, you know, grow up and mature and change in our own ways. And the old Emily from when we were young or in college was not very confrontational. But these days, if if Emily knows she's in the right and that somebody else is wrong, she just tells it like it is. And I love it so much because she did not used to be like that whatsoever. But she's literally like, she'll let me sometimes like, why are you even still talking to this person or to this company? They did you wrong. They're awful. Like, stop it. Or if, or if she's getting bad customer service from somebody, like she just tells it like it is. So <laughs> she very much told it like, why are you still even talking to them? They're ruining everything. Let's go stay somewhere else. You know, like, is there a Hyatt somewhere close by? And I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> good for her. Cause I, I, good, good, good. I, I can't imagine that either I or my wife would have been that forgiving. It's just our whole deal now is like, it's not worth it. You know, let's just go somewhere else. So luckily Hyatt opened a brand new, uh, and property in Munich, which is just a two hour driver, you know, a couple hour train ride away from Salzburg. We're actually flying into Munich. Uh, so they had points availability, uh, at this place that by all accounts is lovely. And there's tons to do around Munich and Bavaria and the whole area around there. So let me, so let's just do that. And then we'll go, into Austria later, but let's not waste our time with this Marriott deal anymore. We'll use the certificates later. Like just stop it. So I emailed my Hyatt concierge. I have globalist status and I said, Hey, would like to book these property two nights for our anniversary trip. We had a bad experience with Marriott. And could you use one of my sweet upgrade certificate availability or sweet upgrade certificates, you know, that each are up good up to seven nights. And within three hours yesterday, uh, she emailed me back and said, Hey, Richard, sorry about that. Um, you've got two nights at the end as Munich. They didn't have a suite available, but I contacted them, told them it was your anniversary. Um, they opened up a suite for you and you're confirmed in it now. Hope you have a great trip. Like three hours over one email yesterday. And now I have a lovely end as suite in Munich. And Emily already planned our itinerary around the Munich area last night. And it's just, Okay, this is why I stick with Hyatt. I mean, just <laughs> I don't even know how else to say this stuff. So I gave him the shout out yesterday. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon on Twitter. I mean, it's just such an easy kind of deal. And I love that Hyatt responds and says, like, you know, hey, we're looking forward to a happy long term relationship. It just builds such tremendous goodwill. And that's what I want to do with the platform we have is tell folks the way it is. Um, for all the people that say, oh, you get special treatment because you're a, a blogger. Like, no, not with Marriott. This is the treatment I got from Marriott. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to debunk that myth for everybody right now. I get it all the time on Facebook when I say, hey, look, I contacted like Spirit Airlines and had this great customer servicing or Delta. And they're like, oh, that's because you're Richard. Nobody knows who I, I am a nobody, right? I, there's not, just, there's no special treatment because of nobody knows who I am. Okay. I get treated just like everybody else. Got to play the rules just like everybody else. And this is how I got treated by Marriott. And this is how I got treated by Hyatt. So I really appreciate Hyatt and my uh, concierge, who's really stepped her game up this year compared to the first year um, that I had her. And I'm psyched about the brand new Andes in Munich and all the things we have planned in the flight. And it's just a relief to have the stress of worrying about this daggum uh, Marriott stay off our shoulders. Yeah. And I think, look, I mean, folks know, folks who know me around the internet know that I'm something of a Hyatt Homer, but I developed that based on, uh, you know, just an immense amount of stays over a 10 year period. And your experience is not unique. That That's the thing. I mean, people ask me sometimes when things go wrong with Hyatt, why I don't get more upset. And it's because 
I feel like there are plenty of times where I get more value than I'm supposed to. And yeah, I mean, things go wrong. It's the hotel industry, but we have uh, two great examples, easy ones. We have a vacation coming up, a uh, family vacation. We're going to uh, to Sydney and uh, we're because we're we've got a split stay because we're going other places in, in Australia. We actually have uh, a stay booked, a long stay booked at the Hyatt Regency Sydney and a shorter stay booked at the Park Hyatt Sydney. At the Hyatt Regency Sydney, um, concierge worked with the hotel to make sure we got connecting rooms and also got us upgraded to a suite for the entire length of our stay. And then on our, our on our return trip when we're at the Park Hyatt, a hotel that does not participate in the global suite upgrade program, the hotel has already confirmed connecting rooms and has said, hey, we think we're going to be able to give you a suite. We can't guarantee anything right now. We're not going during super high peak season. But I mean, that's a property that has no obligation to do anything for me in terms of upgrading a room. They've already given me connecting rooms and I'm, I'm 90% certain I'll have a suite when I get there. And that's that's what I've come to expect. And on the flip side of this Marriott thing, I, I just, I, I keep going back to the, I, you know, I don't understand how that can be the reaction. But on the flip side of it, as you mentioned about what we what we do and what the behavior changes are, um, you know, from a real numbers standpoint, uh, you and I were talking about this either yesterday or this morning, I was somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 to 90 nights with Marriott last year, like head in bed at hotels. And then the rest of the nights I needed to get my hundred for ambassador were from credit cards. Um, I have two paid nights in 2019 and it's effectively June at this point. So that's a drop for the first half of the year of about 35 ish, 40 nights that I just put elsewhere because I don't have faith in the brand right now. And I think that's, you know, I hope that other folks are thinking that way and aren't just sticking with Marriott if they're having trouble you have freedom go somewhere else yeah I um I still have an original nights and flights package for seven nights stay somewhere we now have these two free night certificates from Lemmy's Ritz Carlton sign up bonus and I have like I don't know seven or eight hundred thousand Marriott points and I just don't I'm with I don't know what or when I'm going to use them or why I would use them right now until this stuff gets sorted out um it's just really, I don't understand how you have so long. So the, the whole point of them coming together in 2016 is we're not going to do anything for a couple of years. We're going to get this right. We're going to take a lot of time and resources. Yeah. And just blah. Like, <laughs> that's the only way I can yeah, think of this stuff. Um, which, by the way, I got a Twitter follow-up from Marriott Bond Voices late last night. I'm going to read it to you. Um, hot off the press. Uh, hi, Richard. Thank you for bringing this attention to our, this matter to our attention. Per our records, we show there's a specialized team working on this case number. Here's the case number. They're currently working uh, with the hotel, and we'll follow up with Emily, the account holder. So, a specialized team. <laughs> yeah, a specialized team. So, uh, so let, let me just say one thing other too here that I think it, we sometimes lose sight of <clears throat> in this world of miles and points. You know, the, I see plenty of folks who get you know very mad on Twitter and Facebook about things that go wrong with the programs, and you're justified. They're your points; you've earned them, all that stuff. But kudos to you and Emily for finding another path and not letting it ruin your trip. Because in the end, this is supposed to be about enjoying it, and they're not all going to be wins. And if you get so stressed out that you guys can't enjoy your trip, then you miss the whole point. And I, I love that you guys are committed to having a, a, a great a great anniversary trip. No, we, we really are. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. Uh, we weren't sure it was going to happen for a while because of all the medical stuff going on with our, 
on with our kids and now going overseas with that stuff and lining up the care and making sure everything's taken care of. I'm determined to go and do this. It's been far too long since we've gone, Emily and I together on a international uh, trip and enjoyed, you know, the fruits of our labors, which is why it's so frustrating. Like you just said, you've, you've done your work, you've earned your points. Uh, and when it's time to use them, it's just not going to happen. And what I really feel sorry for and what I'm trying to do is get the word out to all the folks who aren't as informed as us. We talked about this last week when loyalty programs behave badly. You can't uh, do what they say, make other plans. So, you know, other people would have probably said, fine, forget it. I'll just pay this 400 euros a night because it's what we had planned. I don't have alternatives. Like, no, don't, don't give them that. I think I said last week, don't give them the satisfaction. Uh, to do that, to give them the business, because we're going to be spending other money at the property, especially if it was way out there uh, in the mountains, your options are kind of limited for meals and that kind of stuff. So, you know, Marriott, it, just one thing to say is remember how this affects people. Uh, what you do carries a lot of weight, not just from a dollars and cents standpoint, but my wife and I are going to remember this and the folks listening to this and reading this are going to remember that there's just no easy path for you to even fix your own problems or to make things so less complicated that we don't run into these problems. The end of the story here, should I have known better, Ed? Probably. Should I have known that the agent wasn't going to be able to do that and it was a risk changing it? Yes, but that shouldn't even be something in the first place. And I, sh- and I should be able to no. listen to what a representative uh, tells me. So a lot of folks have already told me that is, yes. well, man, you should have known better. Like, yeah, I know, you know. No, no, I, no, I, I disagree. I really disagree strongly because, Hey, look, a, we're not program experts. We know a lot, a lot more than most people, but B the reason why you started this podcast and the reason why I started mine was to help the normal everyday person. So if we're going through the process for somebody who travels once or twice a year, we should be able to help them with this. And if you can't, if you can't get this done as somebody who knows more about this process than they can, then how are they ever going to redeem their points? Yeah, I, I guess you go into a self-protection mode of when Emma, when I told Emily, you got to make this call, I was like, God, <laughs> I should know better than this. I don't, the odds of this working out are going to be low, which is why I was so surprised it worked out really well. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's, uh, man, what a bummer. So a lot of folks, I, I do know the Marriott PR folks are like, why didn't you reach out and tell them this? It, I really like going through processes just like everybody else, just like all our Facebook group members and listeners and, you know, not calling special attention to things and really seeing what everybody else experiences, which is why uh, I don't email people before I go somewhere. I don't call special attention to anybody or to anything I do. I want to experience everything just like everybody else. Um, and quite frankly, I, I, if they can't get this right, then I'm just not going to waste any more of my time. I, I'm going to turn these Marriott points into airline miles and go fly somewhere and stay with Hyatt or Hilton or Choice or Airbnb or something. Yeah. So it's not really worth me bringing this up. Like I, I'm done with it. I'm over. Really excited about Munich and uh, hope I can use these certificates somewhere before they expire because I think I only have a few more months now. Is it when certificates expire, it's used by, right? It's not booked by, it's used by. The expiration. I believe it is used by, yeah. but I, I don't know for certain. And for what it's worth, I was one of the people encouraging you to talk to Marriott PR. But I can tell you, honest to God, if I was in your shoes, I would do the same thing you did. I would not call somebody from PR because I because I could. Because A, I would feel like I was calling in a favor, yeah. even though 
it was something that I was I was doing that was within the rules of the program. And B, I just as you said, like I just want to do it the way everybody else does it. I, I don't I don't ask for special treatment for the programs. I'm glad you didn't, even though I was one of the people encouraging you to. And I think the reason why I was encouraging you to is I just didn't I just didn't want to see Emily disappointed not to be able to stay at that awesome property that she really wanted to stay at. Yeah. Yeah, I was close a few times, but um yeah, just not worth it to just go around. Uh, and I guess, like you said, I'll save my silver bullets for uh, something really in the future where there is no alternative uh, to get it done. Which, by the way, Marriott, don't know if anybody will ever listen to this. Probably not. But uh, I'm still missing meeting planner points from December uh, for an event I threw at a courtyard. I would really like those a lot. <laughs> I've been six months and then I, it's like it's probably like 5,000 points. But dadgummit, it's the principal of this six months later. I, I'm, <laughs> I need these meeting planner points. Um, to get it done. And I'm actually, man, I'm actually hosting an event in August at the uh, West End in Houston. And it's a rather, it's the biggest event that I've done personally. And uh, that's, I just hope that it goes uh, over rather smoothly because I'm not looking forward to doing more business. I did negotiate double meeting planner points though. So if you're throwing an event at Marriott, they can do that. Make sure you negotiate double meeting planner points. And just out of curiosity, double zero is how much? Ah, you're funny, but looks aren't everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. So anyway, that's my story of Marriott and uh, the adversity that we have to overcome. And just a little perspective. I know to some people listening or reading this, you can be like, oh, poor you up in the the 1%. Look, this is about everybody else that travels just a few times a year and making sure that it doesn't get messed up for them. And in the end, this is important when you have special occasions and when you have things that only come around once every 10 years in this case, and you think you've done everything right and it gets messed up. It is worth uh, putting effort into and telling the story. And it's important to us and the work that we've done. So like everything in life is relative, but I think this uh, is important to a lot of people and it's definitely important to me. And uh, in the end, we spoke with our wallet and our business and we're going to head elsewhere. So that's why this is a story worth telling. All right, Ed, parting words of wisdom and uh, what you're going to do with your two elite qualifying nights in Marriott this year. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guaranteed to be at like five by the end of the year. I'm not sure about anything over that. We'll have to wait and see. But I think you framed it up well, and I'm really glad that you guys are still going to get the anniversary trip that you wanted. Maybe not quite perfect, but uh, but for the folks who are listening, yeah, just make sure that your, make sure that your actions match uh, your your mindset. If you're upset at a program and you know you, you think you can't get what you were promised, um, don't scream and yell. Take your business elsewhere. Nope, very true. Oh, and the last thing, man. Remember yesterday, I checked. Uh, Emily having asked for our t- flight itinerary, and it was a United booked award ticket on Air Canada and Lufthansa, and our first Air Canada segment had disappeared from the ticket. So I'm glad. Emily asked for me to pull up the itinerary yesterday. I called United. My e-ticket receipt does indeed show the first segment. And uh, I had to go through a whole process and everything, but the United agent fixed it for me and put us back on our original flight. This is apparently, you tell me, a known problem of Air Canada segments dropping off United ticketed award tickets. Uh, international segments, but yes, yeah, sometimes United has trouble seeing Air Canada when it comes to code shares. And when you pinged me on this, it was sort of like, wow, congratulations, your first time having an international segment drop from United Award. You know, you're one of us now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun, but we got that fixed and our flights are back in order. So uh, everything is uh, a go for anniversary trip. 
Hey, it would be uh, a big favor to me if you would go and rate our podcast, subscribe wherever you catch it. We are on, I think, almost every single platform that's out there right now, thanks to Ed and his wizard technical team. Tell a friend if you want to learn points and miles to be a part of our great award travel one-on-one community. You can find us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to uh, Ed's blog uh, mailing list and all the good information he puts over in Pizza and Motion on the Boarding Area Network. Ed, it's always a pleasure having you. Thanks, man. We'll catch everybody next time here on the Award Travel 101 podcast. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by Thrifty Traveler Premium. Over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Never miss a cheap flight or a mistake fare again. Sign up today for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101.